The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Have you seen the latest on uh, Dakota Prescott and the Cowboys? I've not seen the latest. Yeah, they've been talking about a long-term contract extension. Right. Apparently, they're not close. And last year... Did that surprise you at all? Well... Last year, I was told they were, you know, we were told they were close, it just they weren't in agreement on the years. And I kind of wonder, if you're Dallas, does it make sense to just franchise them again and say, all right, we're going to roll with them one more year? Mike Tannenbaum said, uh, Mac Jones won't get past number eight. Oof. I don't know what to make of Mac Jones, because they did have a historic offense last year. But how much of that was the fact that he had... Heisman-winning wide receiver who just got open at will. That helps. Uh, but then... But you would say the same so thing about Trevor Lawrence. Well, you'd say the same thing about... Uh, Justin uh, Fields. Uh, Jose Burrow. Yeah. So if you like Jose Burrow, don't you kind of have to like Mac Jones? Mm-hmm. Kind of similar, right? Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three. 713-780. ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. Also, get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You are good to go. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can also text the show. You know the number for that. Missed the first two hours. That's some of what you missed. And uh, lots of good stuff. All will be on podcastarena.com at some point. We'll Texans talk. We had Jerome Solomon. Always fun. And, uh, yeah, just some random stuff today. Including, uh, including Tiger Woods almost killing himself yeah. allegedly. So, hopefully, uh, he's alive though. Hopefully, he'll be fine. I think he's gonna, he's gonna. Uh, I don't know if he'll make a golf recovery, but he'll make a life recovery. He'll be. I think he's doing fine. Yeah. Uh, let's let's let Lamont get on. What's up, Lamont? Hey man, uh, I got a question for uh, for both of you guys, man. Uh, Do you know our names? It seems like with all of these. Do you, do you know our names? Uh, uh, Fred Fowler and uh, A.J. Hoffman, man. Okay. I know y'all names. <laughs> All right. What do you got? Yeah, uh, uh, Fred is Lebanese and uh, white, and uh, you all the way white, man. I That's know right. who y'all is, man. All right, all right. You got us. Yeah. So I got a question for you guys, man. I got a question for you guys. Uh, uh, and just hit me out. And just hit me out. If we got, if we got Deshaun Watson, you know, uh, 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 the uh, – Everybody's talking about all these trade picks for uh, Deshaun Watson. And then we got Trevor Lawrence out there, uh, out there. And that's the one pick that uh, everybody seems to say that, you know, if the Texans was to do this uh, uh, trade uh, trade with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, that's a watch. I'm asking myself, uh, I'm, I'm asking myself, why, why are nobody uh, uh, sending out all these trade proposals for Trevor Lawrence, like they're doing for uh, uh, Deshaun Watson right now. And I'm really being serious about that, man. And I want y'all to address that. Well, because I, I think that, much like the Texans, the Jags would have to be really wowed 
to, uh, but to trade me, that pick away. Let me just stop you. Teams have been making calls to him. Oh, I'm sure. And and I mean, I read a story the other day that that it, at least five teams had reached out to Jacksonville to see what it would take to get that pick. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think the, the the big difference is if you're the Jaguars versus the Texans. I mean, you're you're talking about a guy who's going to be under a rookie contract. Well, and the and, other difference is. Deshaun Watson has said out, well, he hasn't said out loud. He's made it known that he's not happy with the Texans. Right. If Trevor Lawrence suddenly came out and said, I don't want to play for the Jaguars, you would hear a lot more talk about his pick getting traded. Like, yeah. suddenly that would be a big, big topic. Yeah, but I mean, it, 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 I don't think it's made news here, but they've definitely had some calls because uh, um, I, I was reading that and and Urban Meyer was saying, well, we're not interested in trading the pick, which is what you're supposed to say. Yes. But, boy, if somebody came at you with a monster deal, you'd have to think about it. So uh, I was looking at some of these Denzel movies that weren't very good, The Equalizer 2. I didn't see The Equalizer 2. It was not good. That Roman J. Israel Esquire, mm, disappointing. It was okay. Damn, you watch every Denzel movie? Well, yeah, I'm a big fan. Okay. Um, two guns, mm, not very good. And I didn't like, uh, I didn't like flight, but is that the one where he's a drunk guy? Yeah. I like that. I, I just thought it was, that was a while ago though, right? Yeah. I mean, but he hasn't made a ton of stuff. That was 2012. Okay. But safe house eh? unstoppable. No book of Eli. Very good. That was great. Uh, taking a Pelham one, two, three was a horrible movie. That was just that was just John Travolta screaming for two hours. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But it wasn't bad because of Denzel. No, but he, I mean, again, when, I'm just going through and looking for the last time he made a good movie. He had a run in like '99 to '02 or something like that, where he was just untouchable. Everything he was in was gold. Um, yeah, well, he. I guess it started really with Glory. Well, Mighty Quinn, which that's an underrated movie. It wasn't a big hit. Have you ever seen that? I don't think Damn so. Damn good movie. You're going uh, back way back. I was I know, like 80s. But that's where it started because okay. when he did Glory in 89 and then almost everything, Mo' Better Blues, Mississippi, Masala, Ricochet, Malcolm X, Pelican Brief, Philadelphia, Crimson Tide. Uh, man, he, he did a bunch of stuff he there. He did the, uh, the uh, what's the other uh, military movie he did? The Courage Under Fire. He, he was in The Siege with uh, Bruce Willis, which was pretty prophetic at the time. But I'm thinking like Bone Collector, okay, Hurricane, that, Remember the Titans, Training Day. That that was a pretty that's good the run there. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that was that was uh 98 through 2002. Okay, John Q, which wasn't bad. Um, but yeah. where was he got game in there? He got game that was, was 98. The, yeah. Okay, yeah, kind of in that same run. So, but yeah, I, I, it's it's been a while since he's been in something where I'm like, wow, he uh, that was great. Probably Book of Eli. That was 2010. Um, because yeah. I didn't like Flight. You you, you like Flight, but I've I've seen that. That's basically just uh alcoholic movie. You know, well that with hits an close to home to you for you. That's no, it's just I've seen that. I've seen that movie a million. I times. I like the uh the the western movie he was in. Uh, Magnificent Magnificent Seven, Seven was pretty decent. I, what, what year was that? 2016. Okay, I don't think it was great though. That, that that's the thing. I I think Book of Eli was the last great one. And I haven't seen um, Fences, but everyone said that it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I wasn't impressed. 
Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, well, 92% of the people, you know, we like different things. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, but yeah I, I do watch everything he's in because I love the guy as an actor. So, but it, that, I guess that's the last one that, yeah, it's just equalized. The fr- okay, the first Equalizer was good. That was an okay movie. Yeah, I like that one. Um, yeah, Will says Fences was trash to me. Uh, but yes, yeah, Equalizer 2 was just disappointing. What was the movie you watched, Fred, that was good? It was called uh, I Care A Lot. It, it's it's dark, man. If you're, you're looking for something with uh, a bunch of pretty messed up people doing messed up things and being successful at it. Yeah. That's uh, then I highly recommend it. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna watch that. That's on my that's on my list. I got Texas Kansas tonight, so it may be maybe on my list for ah. a later day. But how do you see that game going? I think Texas uh, Texas beat the snot out of them in the first game. Yeah, but wasn't that back when Texas was good? It was. Uh, but a lot of people think Kansas is back to being good because they beat <laughs> Iowa State twice and beat Kansas State. I mean, eh. I just think that I, I said the first match. I, I don't think that I, I don't think Kansas can score inside against Texas big bodies, and I and Kansas certainly doesn't have the shooters to to beat them that way. So I, I think that te- Texas is a bad matchup for Kansas. So, all right, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. If you want to get in, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. When we come back, I've got five candidates for AJ's favorite thing in the world. The franchise tag. Ugh. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5. This is the blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Somebody said if Fred ran the Texans, he'd fire Jack and make him do a Game of style, Game of Thrones-style walk of shame through downtown. You know I wouldn't do that? Because uh, I think some of you guys would throw more than rocks. Yeah, you know, like poison darts and stuff. So, not me though. Mm, well, you know, thing is, he'd be gone. You, you should celebrate it. You'd be celebrating his death, basically. So, um, big lead did five uh, guys most likely to get the franchise tag, which I know you love the franchise tag. Which actually, I don't understand why you hate it, but that's okay. That's your business. Uh, we talked about Dakota Prescott. He's first on the list. Yeah. About Chris Godwin of the Bucks. Do you need him anymore? He's 24 years old. They want him back. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they need him. Yeah, I mean, it, 65 catch, 840-yard season. That's eh. Here's what you've got you've to ask yourself. How much longer do you have Tom Brady for? Well, at least one more year. So why, why not? He kind of makes him? sense for a franchise then. Yeah. Because it, if you're worried about, because you don't want to have so much money stacked into your, uh, 
into your wide receiving core. They've already Mike Evans is handsomely rewarded for his services. Um, and if you don't have a quarterback, paying two receivers big money doesn't make a lot of sense, at least long term. But if you feel like you got one more year of Tom Brady, one more run in you, yeah, sure. But Kenny Galladay, um, he's uh spent most of twenty twenty hurt. I, I say no. I mean, the Lions aren't gonna. You're not gonna make the playoffs. You're you either you either sign him long term or you just you let him walk away. Yeah, although I mean, when you get Jared Goff, I don't think you're. You got worse at quarterback. Yeah, although I don't, it doesn't feel like a total give up. You know, I mean, if if you're going to start some guy off the street at quarterback, it feels like a give up. But I mean, I, I still think, you know, when you get Jared Goff, you're, you're hoping he can give you something. Uh, how about uh, the Lions picking the draft? They've got to be what fourth. Because that's the Bengals. I'd have to go back and look. Th- there's something that you, I mean, this is a wide receiver group that's solid. Detroit's seven. Top. Seven? They were better than I thought last year. There's three wide receivers that you'd probably feel, the, b- both Alabama guys and Jamar Chase, you'd probably feel good walking away with any of those guys, right? Yeah. So maybe it's, a, it's just a, a good time to move on. Maybe, although you've got a lot of other problems and may, maybe you get your yeah. quarterback there i mean it, well you've got your quarterback for at least a couple more years if it's now. not golf i mean you know i, I mean for the lions the only issue i could see with that is four is atlanta they've been talking about trading julio jones julio but they have calvin they have an a wide receiver they've the falcons have to pick defense yeah. uh cincinnati cincinnati could take they a, would want to put something yeah. else around burrow and Philly, which they're apparently sticking with Jalen Hurts. I don't think they're going to take a quarterback that high. No, they're not. Yeah, and like they, they just, need a receiver too. They just whacked yeah. Alshon Jeffrey too. Yeah, so those two are probably taking receivers. Um, Maybe Miami. Mm, it's possible. Miami's possible. Yeah, that's a real possibility. Uh, another guy, Trent Williams, 49ers, who they picked him up for a fifth round pick. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he's. 32, he probably wants to get paid, but if they can't get him, yeah. come to an arrangement. Uh, they want to keep him for next year, I think. How about Aaron Jones? Packers. I, no thanks. Yeah, because I don't think he's that great. I don't either. I, I, everybody says, that, I feel like I've got the lowest opinion on, on him of, of anybody, but I, I don't understand the love for that guy. I, I mean, good season and all, but if that guy were on another team, I don't think he'd be doing what he's doing. I, I think that he's solid, but I, I don't want to be married to him. Yeah. But also, if you're the Packers and you think Aaron Rodgers was already hinting at wanting to get out of here this season, maybe we've got one last run in us, then maybe that's that's your move. Yeah. I, I mean, I know they have other, they're going to have some serious cap issues that they've got to deal with. But, you know, I, I, I do feel like they can make another run and maybe that's that's how you do it. You keep him for one more year. All right. There you go. Just uh, those guys kind of make sense. Overweight Pats fan says I met Jack Easterby. He's actually a nice guy. Well, he seems nice. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, mean guys don't do shout out to the fishes. Yeah, I'm sure he's a very nice guy. Doesn't mean he's supposed to be doing the job that he's doing. Yeah, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. 
Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people who are nice that are in over their heads. Right. And some people are just a-holes who are in over their heads. That, that's, that happens, too. But, um, you know, it, it doesn't mean the guy should be running an NFL team. And, and you know, and, and I'll go back to this, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Somebody, when, when they, when whoever it was came up with the DeAndre Hopkins trade and said, this is what we're getting, somebody had to say, this is insane. Are you sure? This? this? Yeah. Well, I'll just tell you when when I when I take over as chairman and, and CEO, if they whoever brought me that deal, he's gone already. He's gone that that minute. Yeah. I'm like, in what world First move? You're out. Uh, in what world did you think this was a good idea, Jesus? That's it. Boom, gone. Well, he'd blame it all on Bill. Uh, well, then you should have said, "Hey, Bill wants to do this. I think it's a bad idea." Okay. And if you said that, you know what? You get to hang around another day. He wouldn't last very long in Team Falcon. No. <laughs> I think your whole objective is to get rid of him. No, my objective is to fix the franchise. And if that means he has to go, oh, yeah. If it means there's a role for him where he's not in my way, okay. But I think anybody anybody involved with the Hopkins thing I'm probably going to think you're a complete moron and I don't want you as part of my team. Fair enough. Because the people I want to be part of my team, I, I want smart people who know what they're doing, who have outside-the-box ideas, but who aren't going to act on them just because, hey, let's do something completely goofy. Let's give Zach Cunningham way too much money. I mean, I, that, those are the kind of things that, let's give Whitney Merciless a bunch of money. The guy didn't have a tackle for three games. Right. That's where it gets bad. Yeah. And we, we saw it, like, we both agreed that's when things really started to unravel when they started overpaying for well they they basically just started giving yeah, out these guys. gift contracts to their favorite guys yeah nick martin i wouldn't i wasn't opposed to a new contract but not top five center money no because he's not even close to that and then you paid randall cobb a bunch of money what the hell was that about the guy was uh you know he was hurt but still and Whitney Merciless. Listen, Whitney, nice guy. Really nice guy. Useless player at this point. Yeah, kind of. Zach Cunningham, I like the guy. You paid too much. And you didn't want to pay Jadeveon Clowney. Okay. Yeah. All right, fine. I get that. Nobody's wanted to pay him since either. But then you toss him away for a warm bucket of spit. Yeah, I, I just I don't I I they have continually proven whether it's O'Brien or Easterby or Cal to be a stupid organization ever since Bob McNair passed away, and I, I don't see things being any different with Nick Casario. So the good news is we're going to get to talk about the dumbest franchise in all of sports for the next however long we're on radio. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. I got the. We want to want to be stick to sports guy, or do you want to? We want to move on a little because we've done a lot of sports today. Actually, I think I feel like we've, we've done, done a lot of sports. Uh, yeah, I feel like we have. Yeah, I think we have. Um, because I'm fine with taking a break from sports. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I, I mean, I've got other stuff besides two thousand year old penises. Okay. Um, 
Here, here's one for you. There's a lot of people talking about that really, really drunk guy from yesterday. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's such an amazing that, story. Yeah, we, we didn't get to it until late in the show, but .771. I mean, part of me is really proud of the guy. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive when you really think about it. Like, that, that's... To, to be able to pull that off, get in a car, not die, I mean, that's kind of a trifecta of awesomeness. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you haven't seen that story, it's a guy in Oregon. And, man, that's a that's a guy that... Who was who the DWI lawyer we used to have? I wonder what Gary Trichter's Gary advice Trichter. would be to Oof. you. <laughs> Don't blow. Yeah, let, let's, let's see you beat this one, buddy. Um... All right, I've got some, I've got some people to go in the box of hate. Okay, in, in China, um, seventy suspects were arrested in a scam that involved selling COVID nineteen vaccines that were nothing but saline solution. Oh, that sucks. They sold more than fifty eight thousand counterfeit vaccines, pocketed three million U.S. dollars. That's a good haul. Shame. Yeah, except they got caught, and apparently. That's happening all over the place. So you people go in the box of hate. Yeah. And so he says, how did he pull his .77 standard alcohol death is .48? Well, he survived it. Don't ask me. Yeah, you know, that's... Hey, as a Keith Richards disciple, I got to admire that guy. I mean, yeah, it's impressive. And people are like, oh, that can't be true. I don't know. Take that up with the Oregon police. But if it's true... It's one of the great feats of our time. Police. It was. He was already at the hospital when they drew his blood. Yeah, yeah. So that was the hospital doing the test. Yeah. Crazy. That he was able to drive a vehicle. It's amazing. Who said? I think it's unfair to throw Casario in there. Well, I'll tell you what. When he does something that isn't dumb, like, like, oh, let's go hire David Cully. Then I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But until then, he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. Because he's surrounded by idiots, and he apparently likes these idiots. And yeah, he's, he's still got time to turn it around, but I'll give him credit when he does something good. Buddy Howell is not it. All right. Quick break. It's the Blitz at ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Hey, this is ESPN 97.5. Your home for Soccer Matters with Glenn Davis is ESPN 97.5. And we're back on the Blitz. This is your home for Soccer Matters with Glenn Davis. Coming up at 7 o'clock, my man Glenn always does a great job. Hey, let's do a a giveaway. Uh, Dinner and a movie. Caller 3 at 636-713-780-3776 wins a $100 Uber Eats gift card and a VIP code to watch the Mauritanian for free at home. The Mauritanian is in theaters now. Catch it on AMC Houston Classic 8, AMC First Colony 24, AMC Willowbrook 24. If you want to see it on the big screen, the winner will also receive the book the film was based on and a movie poster. Mauritanian. There you go. Um, I think that has uh, Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend in it, or his fiance. You know, I'd never heard of her until 
she became his fiance, so I really haven't paid any attention. She's very, very. Th- there's certain things that just don't interest me, like athletes' girlfriends or the Kardashians bre- breaking up with Kanye's and stuff like that. So I don't care. Not, That's all I care about. Yeah, it just it, it it doesn't impact my life one bit. Who Aaron Rodgers is banging? Oh, it matters to me. Mm. Especially when it's a famous lady. Well, that's why we call it Hoffman on Hollywood. Not Falcon on Hollywood. Yep. Hey, we do have Falcon on famous people when AJ's not here. When I'm not here, yeah. Yeah, we do do that. Um, and somebody said, fellas, I blew a .17 falling down. How the hell did he drive a car? I, I think I've been over .2 before, and I, was, I, was, I couldn't function. So I don't, I don't have any idea how you do that. That's, that's uh, world champion stuff, man. My... Uh... My old roommate had a uh, had a breathalyzer, and we would just sit around and get hammered and see how hammered we, we wouldn't drive, obviously. Right. But I've gotten up close to point two. Okay. And when you're there, the tricky thing about that, like you know, point one eight to point two range is you you're drunk enough to know. You're you're really drunk, but you also are sober enough to know that boy, I would be I would be in big trouble if I tried to drive a vehicle right now. Right. I think beyond that two, that point two, you don't you don't think about things like that. Yeah, you don't think at all. I think. Yeah. It just it just sort of. Yeah, like we did sports on the rocks. I think I did a point one six, and I was aware of my surroundings, but I had no memory of it later. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of. So I mean, I, that's sort of my. I'm probably as bad as it gets, maybe a little more. And I, but I can't function if I get much worse than that. So I don't, I don't know how I drive a car. All right, um, this is a, and to me, this story is kind of weird. Did you see this about the Columbia professor uh, who snorts heroin? No. Uh, he's a professor of psychology and neuroscience. He chairs the psych department at Columbia, and uh, he. Loves heroin. Okay. Says he snorts small amount of heroin for as many as 10 days in a row. <laughs> uh, and he, he wrote a book about it. He says he's experienced mild withdrawal symptoms 12 to 16 hours after the last dose. But as he sees it, the discomfort is the worth is worthwhile. Says there aren't many things in life I enjoy more than a few lines by the fireplace at the end of the day. Uh, he points out that it leaves him feeling refreshed and prepared to face another day. I mean, I mean, he says it gives him work-life balance. It, drugs make you feel good, man. I mean, that's just that's what drugs are. And if you can, if you can balance your life and still do drugs, then I ain't mad at you. What? But typically, unless you're very careful, it it becomes a problem. Especially drugs like that. Well, here's here's my objection. Like people will get on me for talking about smoking weed, but some Columbia professor can do heroin and write about it, and it's it's hip. I mean, come on. And no offense, I have friends who are professors. I did it myself for a while. Heroin? Not heroin, no. Oh. Uh, but I I just get the impression that this is one of those snooty guys in a smoking jacket sitting around. You know, I'm better than everybody else spewing claptrap to his students and then doing heroin. I, I don't... I, I, Plus, I'll, it's Columbia. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't like any of these East Coast snotty places. 
Well, I'll t- I'll tell you this. My favorite Columbia professors are the ones who admit to snorting heroin every once in a while. Yeah, well, they're all bad. I like them better than the regular ones yeah. who don't do heroin you know, or don't admit it. Was that grad school you did at Columbia? Me? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I did go to the Harvard Club once, though. Hmm. Yeah, I did that, too. In New York City. I was there. Yeah, I remember. You were ruining it. I was trying to have, you know, good conversation with some, you know, some really smart people, some scholars, and you were ruining it. So I'm not even sure I was at the same table as you. <laughs> Pretty sure I, I wandered off because there was, I think there was some woman there I was befriending. Ah, oh, well, just befriending. Yeah, just befriending. Yeah, yeah. Oh, have, uh, here's another one for you. Apparently, blue dogs have suddenly appeared roaming the streets in Russia. Okay. Um, like what color? Shocked. Blue? Like the like, like the, the like, New Orleans dog blue that uh no like uh the, the actual blue dog like Cookie Monster blue. Yeah, that's that's like blue dog yeah. the, that Rodrigo the uh, the the paintings. Um, basically they were spotted near an abandoned chemical plant, which, uh, at Derzinks in Russia's Nizhny Novgorod region, strange coloring may be caused by chemical waste, such as copper sulfate, vibrant blue coats. Uh, I want one. I do too. (laughs) And, And you know, I mean, I, yeah, I'm guessing chemicals aren't good for dogs yeah but big deal i mean dogs die eventually anyway right but if you can get a cool blue one yeah and you take good care of it yeah and plus i don't want them to create a blue one for me i want one that's already alive and is already blue so there's nothing we could be doing about it anyway right so i'm just trying to give him his best life that's all i would take it's one. like jj watt yeah you just want to take him away from the homeless guy and give him to a that's home. all yeah, Put home that will take care of him. Yes. So. Some food in his belly. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I'm down. I want one. Yeah, that does sound kind of cool. I mean, it's it reminds you that there's some effed up things in the world. And, I mean, Russia's probably one of the places where I wouldn't want to be. But sometimes. Could it be any worse than it was here last week? You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, it, like, with effed up things like nuclear poisoning, come cool stuff like blue dogs. I mean, you got to look at the positives, right? I mean, yeah, is it ideal that chemical plants have to shut down and poison things? No. No, that sucks. But a blue dog? That's a, that's that's a positive. That's, uh, that's taking lemons and making chicken salad or something like that, right? Or more blue dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have a purple one, or are they all? No, nah, they're all blue. Okay. No, I I wouldn't I mind. Would, I'd breed it with a red dog and have a purple one. Yeah, that that would be the hope, right? You get purple puppies. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know if you saw this story, but a uh, an OnlyFans model in California. Her name's Tiffany Poindexter, which has got to be a made up name, right? I'm sure, it is. Um. She's uh, received a backlash because she has an OnlyFans account. Okay. Says, uh, and she's a lot of women have OnlyFans accounts now. Well, the the Rona, like mm -hmm. strippers got to make a living. And when you can't go in there into the strip club, they got to, they got to do something. Well, she, she's not, well, she's not your traditional stripper. 
Okay. She says, I felt pretty unsexy when I went through early menopause. Oh, how old is this gal? It doesn't really say, but she looks about 45 or so. Okay. (laughs) One of the things we tried to make our marriage more exciting was posting a picture of me in a bikini on Reddit. It was her husband's idea, and it became so popular that all these people started asking for more. So we set up an OnlyFans, and I just blew up. It was just something we completely fell into. We had no idea how successful it would become. Um, we started in September 2019, and no one knew about it. No friends, family, or anyone. It was a sexy secret between me and my husband and was so exciting for him. But, lady, you used your name on it. I mean, sooner or later, people were going to figure it out. Well, the uh, it kind of blew up in July of 2020 at their kid's school. Oh. Fellow parents and neighbors were ticked off after being tipped off to her OnlyFans. Someone came across my account, and suddenly I had moms from school texting me and leaving voicemails saying I had to leave the school. Some women from my area actually printed out pictures I posted on my OnlyFans and mailed them to the principal. What? We were called a lot of, load of names. Apparently it was disturbing, disgusting, horrifying, and my children should be kicked out. Is this a private school? Hey, man that uh yeah it's like a catholic school she's 44 okay man let people do what they want to do yeah although if i'm a kid at that school i'm looking at those pictures and you know i'm punching it i mean to the mom i'm not i'm not gonna name any names but there was a local radio gal who posted a picture on uh on facebook and someone screenshotted it and then our listeners may have photoshopped it and that photoshop got spread around her kid's school and Mm. it didn't go well uh for me in her first month she earned fourteen thousand dollars by posing in lingerie while doing regular mom activities like cooking or cleaning that seems pretty innocent she now makes more than a hundred and fifty thousand a month oh you're doing dirty stuff for that money yeah she's got five hundred fifteen thousand instagram followers and one hundred fifty thousand twitter followers What's her name? So if I what's her Twitter handle? Uh, I think it's the real Mrs. Poindexter. If I were to subscribe to these, just you know, for basis of knowing, so we t- talk about it on the show. Like if I were to subscribe to these OnlyFans models, so we have content to talk about, would that be a tax write off? I don't know. Yeah, you need to ask your accountant that. The real Mrs. Poindexter doesn't pull up for me. Well, that's what she is on. Maybe that's her Instagram. Yeah, let me check that during the break. <sighs> All right. One segment left to go. We'll be right back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Head out to Wildcat Golf Club, home of the ESPN. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz, local music Tuesday. I like that one. Who's that one? Hold on, Hollywood. Is that a new one? No. I haven't heard that one. I've played it before. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes I don't pay attention because I'm old and I drink a lot. All right, let's do a little Hey Man Bleep That. Who wants to go first? I got a good one. We'll go first. I'm happy to go first. Break it out. Um, Chase emailed me this to me today. Um, apparently, 
There is a spread of viral conspiracy theory videos on TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter claiming that the severe snow here was actually fake and government-generated as part of a sinister plot by shadowy elites, presumably intentionally intentionally plunging Texas into its state of chaos. One of them says, this goes out to our government and Bill Gates. Thank you, Bill Gates, for trying to bleeping trick us that this is real snow. Uh, You'll see it's not melting and it's going to burn. Snow don't burn. Snow bleeping melts. No water, no dripping, no nothing. If I put this bleep in the microwave, it's going to start sparking because there's metal mixed in it. Um, You know, I, I, I think there's a place for conspiracy theories. The problem is we have so many idiots out there now that are coming up with stuff like this. I don't know about you guys. I walked around in the snow. It was real. Uh, and yeah, I saw it. Uh, yeah, and you know, being Canadian, you're an expert in snow. I know a little bit about snow. I'm not Canadian, but I'm, I'm I've been up there a little bit. Uh, need some explaining. Anyone played with the government snow yet? Uh, listen, guys, I, I this to me is the boy who cried wolf thing again. Everybody comes up with these conspiracies on everything that ever happens. Like, oh, all these shootings are false flags. Well, guess what? There's no, there's conspiracies out there. Nobody's going to believe a damn one of them because of people like you. Please stop. Find a life. Go get laid. Go have a beer. Go do something fun. Quit making crap like this up. To that, I say, hey, man, fuck that. I'll go. Uh, I was reading this thing today about, uh, like, we know here that there's a good chance if you live here long enough, you're probably going to flood, right? Yeah. There's a uh, a new study. Uh, NPR put this out uh, yesterday. And they say they basically made a map of everywhere that flood damage is going to start becoming commonplace. And, you know, whatever you believe as far as, like, climate change and things like that, I'm not here to argue that. But when you look at this map... I mean, there's places that you wouldn't think about being, like, flooded. Like, um... Like the Mojave Desert? Yeah, La Paz County in Arizona. Like, western, southwestern Arizona. 25% of residential properties are at risk of flood damage today. Uh, It's a little weird there because, I mean, it's like, like when it rains in Nevada. I mean, yeah, it it, it it can flood really badly. Well, there's some counties in Nevada that are like 17% of residential properties. There's it, it, some in uh, uh, Wheeler County, Oregon, 29%. When, that doesn't seem like a place. Like, that's central Oregon in the mountains, cl- close to where my wife is from. Blaine County, Idaho, 26% of residential properties are in, dam- are in danger of flood damage today. And then, like... They're almost all of West Virginia and Kentucky are in this this area where it's like it, it ain't good. It, it's some in West Virginia is like, oh, sixty four percent of this county would be flooded if it like. Th- there's some alarming stuff going on with flooding, and I, I like I've noticed it getting worse here. And obviously, it's the I think the the number in Harris County was ten percent, uh, where yeah, ten percent. Brazoria County's twenty percent, Fort Bend fifteen, uh, Matagorda's twenty six, 
And Orange County, like on the border there, is 34. Most of South Louisiana, like Cameron Parish, 95%. Right. That's expected. But then, like, Gollum County, which is the the very, that's where uh, Amarillo is in the very northwest corner of the panhandle, 37%. Wow. Stuff like that scares me when the world starts changing to, like, all of a sudden these places you wouldn't think of as flooding are flooding. I don't like that. It doesn't make me feel good about, like, I didn't flood in Harvey. Normally, you would say, oh, that makes me feel good if another bad flood comes. But, well, not, that, that's changing rapidly somehow. So, to that I say, hey, man, f- that. Uh, recently, Trivago had a survey done to ask people about their travel plans whenever this pandemic eventually ends. And the one thing that stood out to me is that 38% of people from the U- from the U.S. and 40% of people from the U.K., Say they would give up having sex for an entire year if it means they can just travel again. Oh, no, those people are married. They probably already have. Well, if your sex life is that bad that going on one vacation is better than a year of sex, you you need to reevaluate reevaluate your life or your relationship or something to make it better. Because you can tell me I can't travel for five years if it means I'm not giving up sex for like give me a break. You're going to give up an entire year of sex. Have you thought that through? To go on one vacation? Hey, man, f*** that. Yeah, I'm out on that, too. I don't know that I really am in any big hurry to travel, you know? I mean, I, 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 I'd i gotten where I loved it because we were, we were traveling so much. I'd gotten back to where I was really enjoying it, but now it's been so long, I'm kind of like, eh, if I don't travel for a while, I'll be fine. I, I think it's it's one of those psychological side effects. Maybe so. Yeah, and I'm sure once we get back to traveling and stuff again, then I'll feel differently. But as of today, it's like, eh, you know, I'm thinking like maybe drive to New Orleans for a poker tournament or something, but hopping on a plane to Vegas or to Canada right now, I'm like, eh, it's not that big a deal. Maybe not for you. Yeah. But I'm old and I've already done all that stuff. You've lived a good life. Right? I have. I have. And it's, now? It's, and now the end is near. Uh, all right. Well, we will be uh, back tomorrow. We got a little soccer matters with the legendary Glenn Davis coming up next, and uh, uh, Glenn always does a great job. So make sure you tune in for that for all of our for our four soccer fans who listen to this show. Great job today by Aaron. Reminder: We will be out at uh, Sam Houston Race Park on Friday. Got to get down on Friday. Aaron will not be here that day, but uh, pretty good card out there uh, on Friday. Managed to handicap everything today. All right, so uh, great job by Hoffman as well. I did okay, but you know what? I know Glenn Davis is going to get an A-plus because he always does, and he's coming up next. Till tomorrow, stay sportsy, bitches.